Hey guys, welcome back to the Life and Blended podcast. This is episode one. Woo! First one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing dating and relationships. Yeah, let's get into it. All right. How was it getting back into the dating scene after your divorce? And how was it different from when you were dating when you were your single, lonesome self? Okay, before? I wasn't lonesome. <laughs> Let's start with that. But to be honest, it was it was awkward at first. I was married for five years. And when I got divorced, so much of my identity and who I saw myself was in that. So it's like half of me was, was gone. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know who I was for a period of time. I took a trip to, I did a Euro trip by myself. I went to Paris by myself. It was nice. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to go to Paris and reset after a breakup? Yeah. What privilege. I'm sorry. Well, I I bought the tickets years ago, so they had to be used in a certain time. And I figured, let me just go and get my mind right. Let me focus more on me. Because you get stuck on a routine. You get focused on doing the family or being a family guy mm-hmm. and when that stops or when that stopped and I wasn't doing that anymore I had to really remember who I was as a person what did I like what did I enjoy and I took some time to focus on that first before I started dating because I didn't want to start dating other people without even really knowing who I was. Can we go back to where you said that you had to reset and kind of find who you were? Did you feel that in that time you that you were married, you did kind of lose yourself? Aside from being a father, that's part of your identity, but who, who Dwayne was? Because I feel like I've seen breakups for long-term marriages, and I've noticed that there's a pattern that this other person, once they're separated, they're like, who am I? Yeah. You know, like they kind of involved themselves so much in that relationship or whatever it is, and they lost who they were. Like, do you feel like that happened to you? Yeah, that that definitely did happen to me. And it happened before I I got divorced. I think it was something that took time to really adjust to. And when you realize that you're not who you are, you're not what you thought, that's a scary feeling because you're with yourself a hundred percent at a time and mm-hmm. then when you hit that identity crisis some people act out and for me to just to be honest i wanted to get completely away from everything i didn't want to talk to family to friends to anybody and i just wanted to be alone and mm-hmm. to myself because I, I spent the most time with myself so i thought if i can just get away get away from all the noise that was drowning out everything Maybe I can really find who I was because I got stuck on a routine. And normally when you're in any relationship, you get stuck in a routine where you're doing the same things every day. Right. And you end up being more of a robot than a person. And then it's like you malfunction when something goes wrong. Right. So it, it was it was it was really difficult. And that really impacted how I went about dating. I didn't want to waste my time. I didn't want to waste other people's time. When I was younger and before I had a child, I didn't have to think about things like if I would expose another person to my child or how that might impact my child Mm -hmm. or how I may impact another person. And after going through everything that I went through, 
being I say older and wiser not by that much but I, I just I didn't want to waste my time and I didn't want to mess up somebody's life all right Dwayne's going around messing up people's life um, that's it's a lot of power you hold Dwayne I, well, you, I didn't do it to you so <laughs> well not yet but. okay well okay well what about you <laughs> being a single mom how did you go about dating well for me it was uh very difficult. The dating scene for a single mom is like garbage, oh, okay. trash. Okay. It's horrible, at least in my experience and some other single moms that thank I God. know. <laughs> yeah, thank God I found you. Thank yeah. God. I'm blessed. Yes, you are. I'm really blessed. Okay. But um, yeah, it was it was trash. And it's it's tough because you're dealing with whatever it is that you have to deal with right so you you said you took that time to just get away right and reset uh as a mom and in my situation i had my kids 90 percent of the time i didn't have time to reset yeah, to yeah. get away and get away from everything i had to deal uh you know every day being a mom and and so i didn't do i would say i didn't make a lot of the right decisions when it came to dating uh i was one of those people that was not okay with being alone right was afraid of being alone i'm gonna do this alone and being a single mom you deal with so much stuff right just taking care of your kids making sure they're they're eating providing for them working and all that stuff and sometimes you just need somebody to be that emotional support for you right and your kids can't be that right you love your kids and but they're not they they don't they're not your partner that's true right yeah so you don't you, you you're looking for that yeah you know i've seen parents who grasp on really closely to their child when they're single and it's as if they treat them like they're their partner and then when they get a partner they actually don't engage their child in the way they did before mm-hmm. and then their child end up suffering their child end up feeling neglected or put to the side and in the long term, that really impacts the child more than anything. Right. So that's what I did not want to do. I didn't want to use my children as that emotional support. And I had to check myself constantly um, because I found myself sometimes doing that. You yeah. know, when I felt lonely or sad, I would hug my children. Your kids know that. Right. You know, so the dating scene was really tough because as a single mom, you have to split yourself in like a thousand ways. Right. And. I noticed that when, you know, when I was like dating, the person I was dating just didn't understand how that dynamic worked, you know? And and I understand that too, because you think in a marriage uh, with the mother, the father, and the kids, mother and father get married, they have, they're married, great, then they have the kid, and something shifts, right? The right. attention's to the kid. We need, the mom needs to take care of the kid. And a lot of the fathers have trouble with them. Sometimes it causes trouble in the marriage because they're like, hey, where's the time for me? Right. So imagine someone coming from the outside, a complete stranger, and stepping in, you know, and not completely stepping in, but when you're dating, you're like, hey, you can't just, there's no spontaneous, like, hey, girl, let me come get you, pick you <laughs> up, take you out, you know. And you're like, well, you know, I'm with my kids. Yeah. You know, the, and that was my answer all the time. Right, it's different. I'm with my kids. It's different, you know. I'm, I'm just, it's not my time is not free like that. Right. My time but, is precious and it's very limited that I have. Right, but you got to understand where the guys are coming from too. I remember this was years ago. 
I remember I dated someone who had a kid and I had no idea what that dynamic was. So some guys don't even know some of the things that parents or mothers are dealing with. And when you take a mentality of how you normally go about things and try to insert it in a different situation, you expect the same outcome. But if you if you don't know what it's like to, to date somebody who has a child, you, you wouldn't understand those types of things. Right. And it doesn't mean that it still didn't suck. <laughs> the dating <laughs> scene still sucks for a mom. I mean, yeah. you can explain it any way you can, but That's it's true. just it, it stinks. So it's hard to find that with, you know, dealing with all the stuff that you have to deal with. And then you're trying to date. For me, I just I stopped you stopped dating? I stopped. Right before I, I, I met, I, we we got together. Yeah. You know, I was in a serious, like, I would think it was a serious relationship. And it just was not working out. The person wasn't a bad person. They just weren't good for me. And they weren't, it, what, the connection with my kids wasn't there. Right. And after that, I was like, you know what? This really stinks. And I noticed, like I was telling you before, I'm. I think I'm not okay with being alone. Yeah. I think that's... And I was realizing that throughout the 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 relationship and throughout the time that I was single, um, I was realizing I was not okay with being alone. And a lot of... And even when I felt that I was ready to date, I was still making the wrong decisions because I was making them out of just loneliness. So what did you do to get you from the point of not wanting to be alone or feeling that you're alone to being comfortable in yourself. I reconnected with God. Yeah. That was a major, major key that I was missing throughout that time. I was trying to guide my own life. Mm. I was making decisions myself, what I thought was best, and trying to fulfill an emptiness that I couldn't fill, not me. And once I realized that and I realigned myself with God and I just said, I'm not going to seek love anymore. I'm not going to seek a relationship. I'm going to seek a relationship with God and I'm going to be a mother to my kids. And that's it. And as soon as I put my focus on that, I have a journal. And in the journal, I literally wrote, God, I'm tired of writing my story. Like you write my story now. Yeah. And that the, I left the rest of the page blank. And no lie, when I wrote that and I wholeheartedly told God that and I started to really seek him, every single thing in my life started to fall into place. Right. Every desire, everything that I thought that could not happen started to happen. And that's that's all because I just had to realize, like, I have to stop making decisions off of me being lonely and I need to focus on God and just on my kids. Right. Forget forget everything else right now. Yeah. That's and really that's powerful. how things fall into place for yeah. me. No, that's really powerful. And that really transitions into the point where we met each other. Where mm-hmm. we were both had a similar mentality. When it, when I left, I, I said that I went to, I did my trip to Paris. I, I went by myself. And that was a similar thing that I actually did. Right. And it helped me to remember who I was and what matters mo- what mattered most to me. And then I came back, and that's when we ended up re- reconnecting. Yeah, and we hung out a few times. Right. And 
throughout that time, and it was just as friends, yeah. but throughout that time, uh, things started to shift a little bit. We started to see each other a little differently, and we decided to actually date right. and then be in a relationship. Right. Well, can we talk about the be in a relationship part? Be in a relationship. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so it was basically us hanging out one night and you oh, telling man. me or asking me randomly, so what are we doing? <laughs> You know what? Go ahead and put give your answer. Okay. My answer is, I thought we were watching a movie. <laughs> right. Let me tell you something. And this is part of growth and knowing what I wanted and I didn't want to waste my time. That's right. one of those things. We were spending a lot of time together. We were. So I'm like, I'm spending this time. I knew, we knew that we were dating, but I'm like, what, where is this going to go? Right. Because on top of that, that we were dating, there was a lot of stuff going on right. in behind the scenes that you were dealing with that was also pouring into our relationship and and we were just dating. So and I knew that I saw us going somewhere, but I wanted to make sure you were on the same page because what I was not gonna do is date forever. Right. Or, or waste, waste my time. time. Exactly. Right. So that's why I was like, all right, I'm gonna wh- where is this going? Right. And I don't you know? I don't blame you at all. It you was, tease me all the time. But it was I funny wear that at the pri- moment. I wear that so proudly because I'm like, it it took a lot to do that because that wasn't me before. But yeah. I'm like, no, this I'm gonna ask, like, where is this going? What do you wanna do? And I think that's important for people to know mm-hmm. and to feel as though they're empowered to do that. Doesn't matter if you're a man or, or a woman, to really just ask that question right you have the right doing? especially if that person's taking up a lot of your time your time is precious exactly. no matter how great the person is like you're wonderful but like if you're just gonna waste my time then you know you need to go you gotta go you gotta go <laughs> <laughs> but yeah in the beginning of our relationship i was dealing with a lot of stuff i was newly divorced mm-hmm. i had an agreement for my son already having 50 percent of the time but there was still a very high tense. A lot communi- of tension. Yeah, with communication. Right. And mm-hmm. often a guy would get court thrown at me. So I didn't know my rights either. And being a black man, that terrified me. Right. And that really impacted our relationship because I felt like I had to do everything on my own because I didn't want to bring you into all the baggage that I already had because I, being honest, I feared that that would push you away. And mm-hmm. just when I found somebody that actually felt as though I want to be with, I want to invest in. The last thing I want to do is is push her away. And that really made me think with all of the craziness or things that w- was going on, there was a period where I actually just thought, maybe I'm just going to be alone. Right. That was a really uh, difficult time for you. And it did affect us because, like you said, you wanted to, to ch- kind of take the burden on your own. And and seeing everything that you were going through, it, it affected you. It did. Right. And I didn't want you to go through that alone. You didn't right. have to go right. through that alone. If we were in a relationship, we were together, I was your partner. And I wanted to be there for you, to be your emotional support, to talk you through things. And a lot of times to try to help you understand where she was coming from sometimes. Right. Uh, try to understand her feelings and, and, you know, this was a high, high emotion time. I went through that, you know, who's coming around my children, you know, just dealing with that complete like change. I wanted to just help you try to understand a little bit 
from where she was coming from. We couldn't, you couldn't control, you couldn't control what, how, you know, her reactions or how she was acting, but you could control your reaction. Exactly. And that's what I was always trying to do, like talk you through that. Like, well, this is what she may be going through. Let's choose your battles. Let's, and let's work, let's come together to try to understand something. I wanted to be on your side for that. Yeah, and that was a time where I was so thankful for that because that had to be one of the most stressful periods that I had. And that's when I really started to see you as a partner where I didn't have to deal with this stuff on my own and that by including you more in everything, that actually made us stronger. And one of the things that I was lacking is I didn't have that woman's perspective or that understanding of right. what a single mom may be going through. Right. I was just trying to live life in my own shoes. Right. And by by you helping me with that, it was it was really, I think it really made us stronger. And it helped me to make strong and clear boundaries for our relationship and also for how I handled other situations that really helped to prevent things from happening. Right. So what type of boundaries, what type of boundaries did you have? Yeah. One boundary that I had from the beginning was no calling or texting after 10 o'clock unless it was an emergency or something that had to do with my son that couldn't wait the next day. And I think it was more of setting the tone for how things are to move in this co-parenting or this relationship moving forward. Right. And that was really helpful for, for really establishing that. Right. Breakups are hard. Divorces are hard, right? In a regular breakup, you that doesn't include your kids, yeah. right? You break up, you never have to talk to that person again. Right. In a divorce or separating from the, the parent of the father or mother of your child, you still, even though you're going, feeling through all these emotions, you still have to communicate with that person. You can't just shut that person out because of your child. Right. The best thing to do at these times is have those healthy boundaries because they give you that tunnel vision that tunnel focus is the focus right now is my child exactly. everything else is just noise we have to keep this tunnel vision and those boundaries help sort of keep that right exactly. they keep that tunnel vision yeah i couldn't agree more it really does it really helped me to navigate on a certain set of principles or just the process of how do i engage and actually made things a lot easier, especially as we were being really open and transparent. There were times where I would let you know, like, oh, you know, she said blah, 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 or I'm talking to her regarding this issue with my son. And it just helped to have a clear line of transparency and openness and communication. Right. It helped when I was just trying to give you, um, you know, a woman's perspective on things. Did you always listen to me? No. No, no. you didn't. I mean, I could give you my advice. Hey, choose your battles, you know, but you have to make your own decisions in that. But with you being open with me and um, including me in that from the the beginning, that helped you see things from a different perspective. It did. To have a little bit more understanding, show a little bit more grace, right? right. Because again, these are high emotion these are high emotional times. Right. You know, I went through this. I went through through having someone new be around my children and I was scared and I was dealing with a lot of emotional stuff myself. So I understood that. So I tried to just open give you a little glimpse of that to help you understand. And it did help with a, a lot of things. It didn't make things perfect, but it did help a lot. It really made me see openness differently mm-hmm. because, of course, I'm open and transparent or everybody or try to be open about the big things. 
But I realized I wasn't open about a lot of the smaller things because they I thought they probably didn't matter or I didn't want to bother you or just throw another thing on the table for you to just be frustrated about or like, oh, here we go dealing with this again. But then when I realized how you wanted me to be open about everything because we were partners, we were a team, we were a unit, it just took so much of the burden and the pressure off of me. I I really do believe that helped to strengthen our relationship and our foundation too. Absolutely. Especially when we moved on to the the next step that we decided to take, right? Right. And um, it's so important to have that strong foundation of transparency, right? Like I told you, I'm open from the beginning, tell you everything, the things you want to hear and the things you don't want to hear, because that's what I wanted from the beginning. We always said that we were going to be completely open and honest. And I told you that, you know, you're not going to walk into a room where somebody knows something that you don't. Exactly. That That you're, you're going to, you're going to know the ugly parts of me, the great parts of me, you're going to know. Right. And and I feel like that helped me and me being transparent, open with you, that helped you to feel comfortable to do the same. And again, we have that safe space right. where no matter how ugly it is, no matter how horrible the feeling you may be feeling, throw it out on the table. And that's a great foundation to have in a relationship, because once if you're planning to blend your family you don't have that strong foundation, it's going to be very hard to take on all the other issues that are going to come along. Exactly. And then what may end up happening is you may have one parent or one partner feeling as though they have to do everything on their own. And that might add unnecessary pressure on that person or their partner. And it could potentially cause a relationship to fail. Right. You guys are a united front. My problems are your problems. And I know now in the culture that we are now, it's like, nah, like, you handle your kids. Handle your stuff, handle your kids, and then come to me. I don't, and that's not how a relationship is. And that's not how marriage is going to be if you're deciding to be with that person. Exactly, which is something we're going to jump into in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Working on an episode. Working, Working on, on an, an episode. episode. <laughs> yeah, so. Wait, let me explain what just happened. Yeah, go ahead. You, it's one of those word vomit times, you know, I just <laughs> let it go. Um, this is from, we watch no normal TV, guys. None at just, all. Just children shows all the time. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I watched a normal show for an adult. Sadly true. And that was from one of those children's shows, so I, I apologize for the word vomit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but this is episode one. What? Yes. So make sure you subscri- Subscribe. I'm sorry. I thought I was supposed to say that. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, make sure you subscribe to the Life and Blended podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And follow us at Life and Blended on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Stay tuned, guys. Thank you. Take care.